Hi, thanks for joining us for Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. My name is Gabriel. We're doing a series called Theology 101. Because recently, Ligonier Ministries, Lifeway Research, teamed up to do a survey called The State of Theology. Christianity Today picked up on this, and they've shared an article called The Top Five Heresies American Evangelicals Believe. And so this, somebody shared it, I don't remember who shared it, but it caught my attention. So we've been working through these heresies the last couple of weeks. Today we find ourselves with an alarming heresy that 43% of a more American evangelicals agreed with. They affirmed this statement. Jesus was a great teacher, but he was not God. Period. That is unbelievably sad to me. And it's scary. And obviously it's not true. The Bible's teaching, the New Testament authors, they concluded, they wrote, the church people died for this truth that Jesus Christ is God. Full stop. Jesus Christ is God. That's, what, that's the thrust of John's ministry in writing his gospel. He said, these things I have written to you that you might believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that by believing you may have life in his name. He started the gospel in saying, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When you get to Revelation, in some of the most amazing scenes in Scripture, John pulls back the curtain to the very throne of heaven where God is seated, ruling and reigning over everything. Who is in control of history? God. And in chapter 5, the scroll of all history written on it and how history might un- is supposed to unfold by the decree, the foreknowledge, the planning of God. No one was found worthy to open the scrolls except for one. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. And when John looks, behold, a lamb was one who had been slain. This lamb is Jesus Christ. And John is putting him equal with God the Father because he is God. Now, there's a couple other places I want us to go to. To, this shows that the, the people around the, the life and time of Jesus believed that he was God. This is what, not just some concoction that after decades, after the ministry, the life and the death of Jesus, resurrection of Jesus, that John concocted the story about Jesus being God, but other authors believed and affirmed that he was God. In fact, Jesus' opponents believed he was God. C.S. Lewis has famously quipped, what are you going to, you know, what, what to do with Jesus Christ? Either he's a lunatic, he's a liar, or he is Lord. When we come to the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus is on trial. He's before Caiaphas, he's before the council. And they're questioning, there's this going back and forth with Jesus. Somebody comes forward and they accuse Jesus of saying, This man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to rebuild it in three days. Now, of course, we know from John's Gospel that he was speaking of his body. But they took it very literally, talking about the temple. The temple will end up being, having been destroyed. And the high priest stood up and said, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But Jesus remained silent. And the high priest said to him, I adjure you, by the living God, tell us if you are the Christ the Son of God. So here's Jesus' answer. 
The background, if you want to go back and read it, is in Daniel chapter 7. Jesus said to him, you have said so, but I tell you from now on you will see the Son of Man, Jesus' favorite self-designation of himself. Now you may think, well, that, see, Jesus is not declaring himself to be God. In fact, he's kind of veiling. That's what he veiled it oftentimes because he didn't want to set up un, these false expectations for people. But he says, seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. So what Jesus is telling us, the Son of Man is indeed himself, and it is he's the second person of the Godhead. Every time, my friend David Christensen, we're having this, we were having this conversation last week, and he was telling me that every time that God is riding on the clouds in Scripture. I'm sorry, that the Son of, you know, the, the, there's somebody riding on the clouds. It's always God. It's always God. Jesus declares himself to be God. And as if we like, okay, well, maybe it's obscure. How do, they, how do the enemies of Jesus, those who are in charge, how do they respond? Then the high priest tore his robes and said, He has uttered blasphemy. What further witnesses do we need? You have now heard this blasphemy. What is your judgment? They answered, he deserves death. Look, you don't kill a crazy man for spouting nonsense. Right? If, if they had determined, you know what? This guy from now, he's just kind of a backwoods from now. He's just kind of nobody. All right, they probably they would punish him a little bit, but let him go. They would have th- this is going to die out. If he's a liar, well, they probably killed him for blasphemy. I think they would, would Jesus... Would he allowed himself to be killed? Would he not have re, you know, retracted his statement and said, I misspoke? I'm sorry, I don't want to die. But he speaks truth, and they kill him because he claimed to be God. And in fact, Jesus is God. And whoever has the Son has life. Blessings on you today.